as people start to view how other people are buying, they want to get in as well. They don't want to miss out. If people were smart right now, they'd be buying in as we're speaking today. Welcome everyone to the Slab Stocks Instagram Live show every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern time. So the first topic is the state of the basketball card market and where it's going and today where it is from last month. Um, as all of you know, the basketball card market has dropped around 35 to 50% depending on the card over the last month. I'd say month and a half looking back to August 24th. Um, but there are some very important things here to look at when determining uh, where the market is headed. And I'm starting to see a very small shift in the basketball market. Here's Nate, let's continue the conversation. All right, so looking at the number one basketball card in terms of volume and what's been talked about in the past eight months has been the Luka Doncic 2018 prison based rookie PSA 10. I think everyone knows that. It has now been selling consistently for $1,300 for the last two weeks. And recent ones are even approaching $1,400. If you go back to, to September 8th, this card was selling for $1,200. The Prism Rookie, number 280, I think the number is, PSA 10. It was selling between 15, uh, sorry, it was selling between $1,150 and $1,200 on September 8th. And now it's up 15% over the last two, um, well, actually over the last month. And if you go further back, it was all the way up as we know, at the peak of $2,000 to $2,200. So it's dropped a ton, went all the way down to $1,150. It's now up to $1,300 to $1,400. And we can project out possibly where this can be going to next season. I'm going to keep running through more examples here, and then we will discuss overarching thoughts on this um, as I get through these examples. So Zion Williamson, 2019 Prism Base Rookie PSA 10, that's consistently been selling for $550 since September 20th. It was around $600 before that, but it's now been almost a month that it's set a floor. So when the price hasn't moved, it's maybe been up or down $10 each way, but it's set a floor for the past month now at $550. Devin Booker, 2015 Prism Rookie PSA 10, is now $735. It was up to $1,500 when he was playing the bubble. And October, uh, sorry, September 21st, it was $850. So it is down around $100. Basically, what I'm trying to say is this, is that Luca, this Prism-based PSA 10 Luca, is the card in the basketball market. It's the card that sets all the rules for the rest as the market shifts. Everything can't shift at the same time. It's absolutely impossible for that to happen. Stuff has to move in waves. It has to be one card first, and then the next card, and then the next card, and then the next card, or different groups of guys like Luca and Tatum, and then it's Zion and Ja, something like that. Luca is the leader of the pack. And we saw it during COVID, too, and I'll give you examples. March 9th, the season got suspended for the NBA, and Luka Doncic's prison-based PSA 10s were $625. March 23rd, this is 14 days later, two weeks, it was down to $390. So it dropped 200 and some dollars in the span of two weeks. People were panicking selling because they didn't know when basketball was going to come back. They didn't know what was going on. And if you fast forward to June 17th, which is the day – that the NBA announced when the season was coming back, the exact day they announced that it was going to be on July 30th, it was up to $700. So this card went up $310 in the span of around two and a half months. And that is a very key point there because right now as we sit here today, we do not know when the NBA is coming back. We have no idea. 
But what I'll tell you is between March 23rd and June 17th, this card gained $310. Wait, 400 Yeah, $310. No one knew in that span when basketball was going to return, the exact day. We, we knew it was going to come eventually, but we didn't know when. And it went up $310 in that time frame. Looking right now, we, this card just saw a 15% gain in the last two uh, or in the last month, a little bit under a month and or over a month and we we still don't know when basketball is coming back now imagine two months from now either basketball is starting or we know when it's coming back it's one of the two options it's probably going to be we know when it's coming back i'll probably start in january february at some point or nate even brought up something about march possibly um to me today. Uh, the only reason the only reason i said march was because i saw a report that uh, owners may push back if they think they can get fans in the stands and therefore uh, a March start if they if they can get fans in the stands. If it's not a possibility, then I imagine it'll start earlier. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, so I imagine the same. I imagine it's going to be sometime in January, February. And my whole point on this entire topic is that we have the card that's leading the pack. It has the most sales volume. It's the easiest to track. It's the trender that everyone's watching. It has gone 15% now in the last um, couple weeks. And everything else has either stabilized or is dropping a little bit like the Devin Booker. We've seen Giannis stabilize. We've seen Zion stabilize now. As that Luka starts to gain, when it goes from 15% to up 25%, then you see these other cards jump by 10%. Then you see all the other cards in the marketplace starts to see more demand as the season comes back. And I will say this. This is not going to be COVID round two. You're not going to see a Luka go from 390 all the way up to the $1,000 before the season starts, which on July 28th, the Luka Doncic PSA 10 is worth $1,000. That is over double the price. I will say right now that I'd be hard-pressed to believe that the Luka PSA 10 will be worth over $2,400 by the time it, the season comes back. I'll be hard-pressed to believe that because of the mob buyers during COVID that came into the marketplace. This discussion is not to say that it's COVID 2.0. It's to say that we can look at what happened during COVID and we can take it on a much lesser scale and understand how markets move. It drops, it plateaus, buyers see that's a floor, they know it's not gonna go lower, they start to buy back in because everyone's waiting for the next basketball season to start. And that's what I think is happening right now. And I think we're gonna see over the next week, two weeks, three weeks, to a month, to two months, all this start to play out. Because as people start to view how other people are buying, they wanna get in as well, they don't wanna miss out. If people were smart right now, they'd be buying in, as we're speaking today, because the number one card in the market in terms of trend has hit a floor. If that hit a floor, other cards are going to hit a floor soon, as we're already seeing with Zion, as we saw with Giannis, uh, the select PSA 10, that graph from last week. This is a big discussion around that, too. And we're going to start to see with Devin Booker, Jamal Murray, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, all those guys. It's going to happen throughout the basketball marketplace over the next month. And then we're going to start to see these 5, 10, 15, 20% increases. And who knows what can happen from there. It all depends on how many buyers are coming to the basketball market. And I want to make two more points really quick. This is all a cyclical thing. It's all based on a cycle. In July, it was basketball. July basketball was the hottest thing in the market. Come August, it's still super hot into mid-August, but then football takes over. Everyone wants running backs. Everyone wants wide receivers. Everyone wants football as season starting. And then once football starts and people's interest is waning, people are taking profit already, it goes to Pokemon because now – there's big rappers and big personalities on the space that want Pokemon cards. But how long is that? We just had the biggest media hype weekend 
ever for Pokemon. Can it get even better from here? It might. Do we know? No. It might get better. People might still want their Pokemon cards. I mean, I actually really enjoy it. I just ripped some packs today. It's really cool stuff. But in terms of buying it at a peak, um, you know, this is a peak for Pokemon. And what's it going to be in November then? Well, could be people buying off-season baseball, but the market's so small there that you would probably barely notice. But what you will notice is that people buying back into basketball is the next cycle. It's just one the wave now. People lost interest in football cards because Joe Schmo gets hurt. He doesn't put up 30 fantasy points. He doesn't do whatever. Or you're Josh Allen and you're 4-0 at one point and one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. I know that last night they got destroyed, but before that his cards didn't even go up that much. Um, everyone just wants the next thing that can gain value, and that is basketball. And it's clear as day to me looking at the Luka market, looking at other star NBA markets and what's happened. Um, that's my TED Talk. I don't really have anything else to speak on at the moment. I know that we're here to take questions from you guys and get Nate involved in the answering those. So we can move on to that. But that's just all I want to say. And I do want to say this. It will not be immediate. Just because I said that now, you're not going to be able to go out there and buy something and flip it for, you know, 50% gain a week later. It's going to be a little bit of a process thing here. Um, the rest of the market needs to realize it. You know, all a couple hundred people are going to watch today's live stream aren't going to make that all happen to the other people. Not everyone's going to know. Um, they're going to have to figure out for themselves. And I think that the information I just presented is very helpful and something that you guys can use. Well, should I sell everything? All sports cards down. Charizard is taking all the money. So now I'm going to be, I'm going to play contrarian here to the Pokemon market. As we've seen with most markets, when people get into money and with your meme yesterday, um, it seems like people just see there's money and they buy in and they buy in and they buy in and they buy in. They have no allegiance to Pokemon. Uh, it'd be like me buying soccer. I didn't do it because I didn't care about soccer, but it would like been like me buying soccer, right, Aaron? Uh, I would have had no allegiance to the product or to the players or even cared about it. So eventually people are going to buy into these Charizards and Squirtles and Pokemon and uh, uh, Pikachus and Mewtwo's and whatever else. Bulbasaur's, uh, I'm at the my wit's end of names for Pokemon here. Uh, and I feel like they're not going to have an allegiance to it. They're not really going to care about it. When it doesn't make money as quickly as they think it should, they're going to sell. And the Pokemon craze, so to speak, is going to fizzle out. Am I wrong? I will, I will answer, and I'll agree and disagree, two reasons. And first, before answering that, I will say that Central Valley Cards, his, his comment was, I'm going to say 95%. I'm sure he's joking. He loves his No, I, I, I understand he's joking. I, That's I, why I didn't even answer the actual question. I just want to point out, uh, Pokemon thoughts. This is another, or Pokemon thoughts. This is another thing I want to give here. So obviously you've seen, uh, we've been producing a lot of content on Pokemon recently, and that's because we were poor in the market. We see what goes on. We cover it. We want to make people alert of it. If people have Pokemon cards in their basement and they we never post about it, they might not ever know that they're worth. That's the hottest segment in the market. Just because we're producing content on it and making you know funny memes on it, or I'm opening some some packs here just for fun because I love cards, does not mean that it's worth a ton of investment money at the moment because that it has exploded in the past three weeks. And that is a recipe for not good stuff in the short term. 
I'm not saying that Pokemon is not a long-term people. People do love Pokemon, and there are a lot of people who love it, and they are worldwide, and that is 100% valid. And I really think that long-term, more people are going to start to revisit from their childhood. But the short-term, what happened in the last couple weeks and what's going to happen in the next couple weeks and the next month or two, I think it is not going to be good for people buying in at the peak of a $3,000, 3500 PSA 9 Charizard Unlimited where there's a 13,000 plus population. I think that Nate is totally valid in saying that. And I will also step back and say that I really think that the rare Pokemon stuff, the collectible Pokemon stuff, the stuff that people that are in it really love is going to do very well over the next three to five years. And I think as the card market grows and more people get into it, and you, there are going to be more people than just Logan Paul and Logic because we saw with sports cards many more than just the first two came in. So we have to remember where sports cards were at with outsiders and influencers and celebrities. Think about where Pokemon is right now with Logan Paul and Logic and then some WWE wrestlers getting involved. We have to think about what that's going to look like over the next six to eight months because that's only took basketball cards to really gain a ton of traction on social media. Now, there were people there early, and a lot of our followers were too, but there are also people that are later. And I just want to say that while, while buying right now on first edition 1999 base set PSA grade stuff is not a good idea in my book, I still think that the cards are very valuable. I think they will be in the future. I just think that this is a pinch of a market. I explained in the YouTube video on Monday where it's the most hype weekend of all time that I've seen when I've been in the card market for these exact cards. And I just don't see how the next two months can yield what happened. And I think that's why people are buying rapidly because so they expect it to happen again. And I think that you might be in the same mindset as me. Yep. I 100% I think that there's people that do not care about Pokemon at all that are going out and saying, oh, $3,000 for a Charizard, I'm going to buy one without doing any research. And then um, maybe there's a momentary increase in price because people will see that, and there will be an influx of people with cash just being like, oh, I'm not going to do any research at all, I'm just going to buy. But then eventually that will run out, and you will have the flippers with no flippers left to buy, and the price will go. But that's why I think in the, in the short term that will happen. But I also think there's many people, like my high school friend that's texting me, hey, I used to have all these cards, all the Pokemon I want to get back in. I think that many of those people are going to get back in as well, which is why long term this is smart. But wait, please wait two months on a lot of this not rare stuff. And I, I, one more thing I want to say is that think about the last weekend. It was all 1999 Pokemon base set first edition. Think about everything else that's out there. There's so much Pokemon out there from year 2000 to year 2020 that there's got to be a lot of uncharted area that people who are really smart in Pokemon know what's popular in the community. Once those people start talking about it, everyone else is going to latch on. People could clean up in Pokemon if you know between 2000 and 2020. I don't, but other people do. 